0: hi hello and welcome to her podcast uniquely spelled with three r's which stands for redefine reclaim and reboot i'm mimi bonet and i'm dana so today we're going to talk about trigger points you know what triggers your emotions your anxiety anxiety and all that good stuff and just how can we um master that you know how can we be in control of our emotions and um get ahead of those things you know not being a victim being a conqueror and just move forward in this as we're adulting in this world because adulting is hard (laughs) some days geez louise so i mean for sure i have um i definitely have trigger points i would say i have two main trigger points but Maybe three. I feel like I feel like one is kind of universal, but uh, well not universal, but it, it's all under one umbrella. So my major trigger point, of course, is my dear sweet son Um that's just yeah, like that's just that really that's gets true. under my skin, you know. That's my baby love. So I feel like when people speak. On things that they don't know, you know, or just speak out of turn, that just really bothers me. So especially pertaining to him, and I say it falls on the all one umbrella, because at the same time, you know, if you say something about, like, my loved ones and stuff like that, that could be a trigger, but I'm not in grade school. So like, if you say, oh, your mom's ugly, yeah, that wouldn't bother me as as so much it would have bothered me, you know, like in elementary or something like that. But um, with dealing with Nathan, because I always tell people, I always hear people say the same, which it's on my last nurse. They're like, oh, that must be how you were raised or, oh, oh, his mom ain't raised him well. He don't have no home training. First of all, that is so he, he, he was raised well and they don't they don't say that about him. But that's just something that triggers me when I hear it about other people's kids. And it's like, stop blaming us parents. Because some of us parents out here are raising our children to be decent human beings. But the thing about it is they're their own person. Regardless of how you raise them, they are their own person. So take the parents out of the equation because you don't know how we're raising them and what they're doing. You know, like at the end of the day, we didn't always do everything our parents told us to do. We know that. That's we did some things that we weren't supposed to do you know maybe say some things that we wasn't supposed to say so you know let's just take the blame off the parents and hold these kids accountable for their actions you know when they're one and two i get it but they're still in the learning stage but especially when they they you know these young adults don't put that on me don't say me me uh-uh, i don't want to hear it. <laughs> but that's a trigger point for me and then like just um you know, speaking on things that you don't know. Yes. Things like that. Um, you know, Sanat is not the tallest person or whatever. And I don't know why people point out people's like, I guess, I don't want to say it's a flaw because it's no fault to him, but you know how when people are short or if people are big or if if you have maybe one eye bigger than the other, I don't know, just life stuff, you know what I'm saying, that happens that make you stand out why do people like point those things out like why do they think that's okay like oh what's up short man oh what's up fat girl like why would you why do you do stuff like that i hate that
1: yeah it's 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 a conditioning within our people it's unfortunate it's something that has been ingrained in us in a sense um even unknowingly how to point out the the areas of us that you know, it's, it's no point in pointing out. We are all, we are all melanated. We are all going through an experience and we are all moving through here. Um, the best way we can. And a lot of us out here are survivors. Mm -hmm. So you don't really need to open your mouth and point out, um, and point out something about a person that can be hurtful or rude or like, so what, what the what the what the hell does it have to do with a person's character and who they are unfortunately okay. it's just something within our community that we really wholeheartedly need to work on that judgment that judgmental part you know yeah. it is yeah. my opinion friend on i definitely on believe it. that cuz it's, it's learned
0: behaviors like if you yes. think about people who were like our parents age you know um generation they were raised in a very very harsh generation where you know they were bullied tormented segregated and all those things like that so the way they talk they speak and how they move is based on what their environment was at that time and i get it but i also think people should also condition themselves to get with the time because yes time has changed you know year after year decade or whatnot and you have to evolve. You know, computers yeah. wasn't always a thing. Now it is cell phones wasn't always a thing. You know, so I feel like you have to involve so with that, if you're involving with the world far as you know, technology, you have to evolve with the times as well. You can't right. be still stuck back in nineteen fifty two when we in twenty twenty three. Like that's just not gonna <laughs> right. fish out of water. You know, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna survive, you're not gonna survive. But um I was looking into some things because I know like as a child, I would, um, I I avoid confrontation any way possible. But at the same time, I would, you know, stick up for myself, of course, but some things, my feelings I will hold in and I had to work on that because, you know, you just explode out of nowhere and that's not cool. It's not healthy for you. It's not cool for the person. But, like, for people that are still um, going through that, it's ways to kind of, not kind of, but it's definitely ways to, you know, work, uh, work around it and just be a, a healthier you. Because I feel like all of us may have experienced or will experience um, PTSD, which is post-traumatic uh, stress disorder. Uh Because it's like, uh, you know, whatever memories and experiences that you have, because we all have different ones, those are triggering factors to us. You know, you think of somebody who wasn't raised with their mother. That, That takes a lot to overcome or somebody who wasn't raised with their father or somebody who had, you know, been abused or homeless. And it's just all those things that they carry on into their adulthood so they have those you know emotional triggers which is definitely understandable but um hopefully at some point you know we all get to a way where we can control those emotions and you know not take things so personal and not carry that with us for the rest of our lives because it's not fair to yourself you know to to keep living in the past and carry that heavy baggage.
1: Yes, and it's interesting you talk about um, you talk about PTSD. There's an article I read the other day. Um, it's in StatNews.com. We'll put this in the description, um, but it talks about and it and it says it says MRI MRI scan reveals desperate not desperate dispart impact on poverty and other toxic stress on brains of black children um and when you read the article it's really interesting it shows like how poverty and the stress of uh, of of a child young black children because of the conditioning now of our people because of society what society has done done to us as a people we look and we compare because it's Black History Month Martin Luther King even though I personally feel like Black History Month is a little disrespectful we're we're bigger than just a month we are everything we have created everything we are bigger than a month you Absolutely. know you know that's another topic for another conversation but we we are a lot bigger than than a month and then on top of that you give us the shortest month out of 12 months so let's really be clear about what you're saying anyway mm-hmm. so it's interesting when you see the brain scans of these young black kids that are stressed out because of their toxic poverty um in environments and you really see how conditionally society it shows that we are born with PTSD, you know, from the traumas that was passed down, ancestral, from the traumas that we hold in our skin and our bloodlines. And you see now just day and age, even though things look like they have become progressive for us as Black people, we together collectively have got to do better, in my opinion, of lifting one another up. Um, encouraging just better habits. As you say, Mimi, you know, it's important for us to encourage and love and build community so we can change the narrative of how our black children are thinking. It's imperative for our future and for our growth as a civilization for us to really understand that we as women hold so much we 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 create life we create life not just life we create life that's willing to fight and evolve for what they feel and dream but we have to feel that you know and emotional control and having this topic that mimi and i are talking about with triggers um it's just really important to understand that ptsd Yes, that's a medical condition that is given to us. And and, and understanding that even reading this article and seeing the stressful experience that they're dealing with at such early childhood, how we now can understand this knowledge and just do better as a people to uplift one another and to really work on yourself. And so you can just be better for the next person and for your child. Because PTSD, it comes in many different forms and fashion, you know, but they don't really talk about the PTSD that we have as a community of what we have been given at birth and what we deal with on a day-to-day basis. But as a community, knowing this, we can all work together for a better future together. Sorry, friend. I done went off into a speech. I done started preaching. Oh, no,
0: I totally agree. Um, there's def- No, never, never. I have to apologize for that because I was gonna um get into that as well, just about black people as a whole, like the the impact, yes, you know, um that we have made in this world and also the impact that people have made upon us. You yes. know, um, it's just it's just very sad because none of us acts to be born a certain color, a certain gender. You know, that's all God's plan. And so it just if we can ever get to a space where we respect each other as human yes. beings, you know, not. Oh, I don't like you because you're black. No, I don't like you because, you know, uh, of your character, you know, your character. Or your behavior, or you know, maybe I don't like certain things about you, but you know, to just hate somebody because the color of their skin, um, that's just foolery.
1: I think and it's I jealousy. Hate. They just they just put hatred in there to make it more despicable, but I think yeah, it's really do. jealousy because you, me. I mean, did you see the Grammys last night, Fran? I hate to talk about this real quick, but did you see the Grammys last night? I didn't, and I said oh. I was going to recap. Mary J. Blige looked like a dream. The way she came down and just so eloquently. And then when they did a panoramic of the crowd, when you saw the paler faces, the non-melanated, they did. They looked jealous. You could see it in their eyes. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting perspective. Yeah, they say hate. Nah, they jealous. As yeah. you should be because we're gorgeous. The what jealousy you does turn into the hatred. That is true. I mean, it you damn know, if you, do, damn it, if you it, don't on there <laughs> I guess
0: because black people are, you know, we're innovators. Um without black people creating none of this would exist. Things, a lot of things, you know, wouldn't exist and right. Some okay. of the things that they say uh that white people have created, we don't know that for sure. Could have been they just stole it from a black person. Yep. Like it's just so many hidden things that we will never know until, you know, we know. But it's just, and and that that's a trigger, you know what I'm saying. In itself, Yourself, to be yeah. to be a black person, and you know, just in this day and age, in this society alone. But we as black people have to Work want together. To. Yes, have to want to, because you know, um, oftentimes you'll hear people say, "Well, the information wasn't given to us," and da da da, and you know, now things are a little more forthcoming. You got to do the work at the end of the day. The information is out there. You know, you want to make more money, make more money. You want to figure out how to get these loans and grants and all these other things and maneuver and live a certain lifestyle. It's out there. Right. You have to do the work. You know, maybe if you Google it that first time, it's not going to be in that first thread. But you keep googling it
1: you ain't got to even google talk to Siri talk to Siri <laughs> ask Siri a question and i guarantee you she'll give you some options
0: yeah or do it the old school way you know talk to people the information right. you know it is, is, is out there for you but you you have to you have mm-hmm. to want it at the end of the day you know i truly believe that we are uh the captains of our own ship mm-hmm. so you stir it any way you want to go, you know, um, don't be a victim. You know, we've got to stop being like victim and being victimized and all that good stuff. Like just take control of you, because that's the only person that you can control at the end of the day, right, you. exactly. and you control your outcoming. So, you know, I'm all for turning a negative into a positive at the end of the day. Um, right. you know, are you going to have a good day every day? Uh eh, no. But overall, you can, you know, so that leads me to say, like, um, one of the first steps with, with your trigger points is just accepting the responsibility of your actions. Uh, I was just having this conversation with my sister earlier today. You know, never let nobody bring you out of your character. If this is who you say you are and this is how you want to present yourself to the world and this is what you want to be. You can be that. Don't allow somebody to change your mood and change your character because, you know, I had to work on that a while ago where I was in a situation um, where this person would come around and my whole mood would change. I would just feel, uh, you know, so exhausted, so depleted. Uh, This person really ruffled my feathers in my spirit. And I got to a point to where I said, you know what? I cannot change this human being. This is who this person wants to be. This is them in full flesh, you know, and they're okay with themselves. I, on the other hand, I'm not okay with allowing this person to come in and just change my whole entire mood, my whole or. I mean, I could have been skipping through daisies and this person come along, all my daisies done died. I don't stop skipping. Like it was just, you know, it was really bad. So I started praying. I started praying um more but I started praying about the situation you know and asking God to like help me you know in this situation also you know help this other person but help me to where this person is not changing my mood you know help me to be in control of my feelings cuz I could have just complained about it well this person did this to me da, 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 da. so this is why I feel that way but not really taking responsibility of my actions yeah this person did do this to me you know in the past and now that past situation i'm still allowing it to affect my future how can i change that so prayed about it used to read my bible and all that and it took a couple of years but you know it it finally came to fruition and it followed suit and so i'm like you know sometimes you just not sometimes you always have to set the tone now when you set the tone It's not going to necessarily just change overnight, but you keep moving forward with you and who you are. You know, like once you realize and understand why you're upset. okay. from here, this is what I'm going to do. You know, this is how I'm going to move. And that's just what I did. And now I'm like, I'm good. Like I demand respect out of anybody. I don't care if you 82 or four years old. You going to respect me, you know, and I'm going to respect you rather whatever age you are as well. But you have to give respect to receive respect. But I'm also a firm believer just because you're nasty to me. I'm not going to be nasty to you. I'm not going to match your energy in that way. You know, so I know like, you know, killing people with kindness for me, it definitely does work. Now I'm going to check you but i don't have time to check you every day you're not gonna play on my mental like that you know yeah. and i'm just i'm just done with you at that point uh but i'm still you know do me and be a good person and, and move forward in the world i can't let you hinder what i have going on in my mind and my blessings you know i just it doesn't work for me
1: okay okay that's i i'm not there yet friend um <laughs> i'm not there at all you see something to me is, it's <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm working on it. It's 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 uh it's definitely work in progress, but um you are correct about understanding your trigger points and areas to work on to not be bothered, you know, and that's really yeah. great advice to pray about it. Yeah. Cause and, I just and,
0: and work towards it. You're getting there. So one like you it. acknowledge, you know, you acknowledge your uh your faults and From there, that's the first step. And it's up to you to say whether you want to work on it or not. It is, but
1: it's also up to people not to say dumb shit. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go there real quick and I'm going to come back. (laughs) Some People just really, I don't know. It's just, there are some people that it is, I wouldn't even say it's necessarily allowing them to change my mood. It's Mm -hmm. just, The stupidity that they expect you to understand with their poor decision making and they want you to be empathetic when they know that you're direct. So why would you even call me with this? And then you get a response. So now you got an attitude. So now I got an attitude that you got an attitude because, you know, wasting my time. I didn't want to hear this shit anyway. So it's stuff like that. Yeah. But don't match their energy because
0: so. Sometimes I try to put myself in that other person's headspace, right? Because maybe everything I say or do may not make sense to somebody else, but it's how I treat the situation. So, say for instance, if somebody's calling me, maybe complaining about their boyfriend or whatever, and I'm like, okay, you know, I don't, I don't heard a complaint 50 times. You say you're going to leave. Cool, cool, cool. You know, I'm supportive. But at some point, I got to draw a line in the sand. Okay, right. Dana, you're going to leave him or not. You know, you're going to stay you're going to go. You're going to work on this. You're going to show him this. Like, you know, actions. Actions be louder than words. Like, what's your next move? Because it can't be complaining all the time. And right. I can't necessarily always uh make you see things how i see it we're two totally different individuals i'm a very optimistic person uh-huh. and i tell people i'm not oblivious to anything i'm i'm fully aware of what's going on in the world but at the same time i'm just optimistic i'm very hopeful um i like to see the good in people but i know some people are very bad seeds you know what i'm saying at the end of the day now i'm not crazy i'm not just going going to a dark room or nothing but you know I just feel like that's just me and that's my approach of things but I understand and even if I don't understand you per se, I don't necessarily have to write you off at the end of the day you know so it's it's just like a balance and I guess it also depends on the value that that person holds in your life because we we entertain what we want to entertain from certain folks. Certain folks get more time, more energy out of us than they probably deserve. And then other people, you know, do not. So I just take all of that in consideration. And if it's like repetitive, like stuff, and they're constantly saying, you know, something that's like irritating after I already told them and it's like, okay, you still going to do it, then that's a problem. But is it more of a perspective
1: thing with you or... Yeah, it's more of a perspective thing with me. In my mind, it's like, why even waste my time and deal with this? For what? Like, what is the purpose of trying to continue to build on this when clearly the bottom line with this person because of their behaviors? Now, these are their their choices, you know, but I have boundaries on, on BS, you know, like um, a lot of times I just don't want to hear it. And when I get into those spaces, just in general, um, I just, I can be kind of snappy, I guess. So with me being snappy, that's that's not a guess, that's a definite. With me being a little snappy, not being rude, but just quick, like dismissive, so you get the point that I'm not interested. Okay, that kind of temperament. Of course, that's going to make someone respond a little bit differently. Right. Okay so then when they respond i match that energy because it's kind of like i'm already there because i really don't want to be bothered with it but i'm gonna be supportive because that's what i need to be with it you know but it's only so much of what i what one person will allow what you said right but you're you're in a you know, you put yourself in that other person's shoes and all this, you know, which is a good perspective of having, but I don't take that perspective into consideration because I feel like you are wasting my energy. Okay. You know how that made you feel when you went through it. So, you know, it's a lot, you know what I'm saying? So I understand that you're going through a lot, but you're continuously wanting to go through a lot, but I don't know if you want the emotions of me saying, Oh my gosh, Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I hope it gets better. No, I'm not going to do that. Like, what's up? Like, why are you making that decision? That don't make any sense. Well, make sure, sense and talk about it Like, You know, like, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I guess it might be insensitivity. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that the triggers I have, I know what triggers me. So I try not to do things that would earn that response. Mm-hmm. But when things happen and that response happens, I'm at the door to meet it. Well, I think we, we've
0: we all been there. You know what I'm saying? So I, I try to take that into consideration, especially if this is one of my um, friends. It's like. Oh, no, no,
1: no. no. Now, now, let me be clear, friend. I'm not talking about friends. I'm just talking about on oh. the um, day to day engagement with people out. It's like, okay, it'd it be dumb shit. Like you'll go somewhere, especially in Atlanta. I'm I'm airing some grievances now because I'm a, this isn't spark the spot. Like when you try and support black-owned businesses and shit here, excuse my language, and not to say now this this it could, I don't know, it go either way. So you, you go in and you're trying to do some type of service with them or a patron like a restaurant and you're eating, right? No one wants to talk to you when you come in the door. You know, the prices of the food, the drinks is high the customer service is subpar the from the from the front of the house staff to the staff that's assisting at the tables and doing all these grand things you know bringing the food and and your beverages everything is taking 20 20 minutes you know 20 minutes for you to come back 20 minutes for drinks 20 minutes 20 minutes it's like where's the communication you know you're not checking on the tables but then you come with this bill that's got extra gratuity on it and you still want me to leave a tip but you don't expect me you expect me to pay and be happy because we black and we support businesses because you black, I'm black, you know, and this is a black business. It's a great thing. Yeah, but there should be more expectation from you providing a service. That is a trigger point.
0: Yeah. But that's definitely not just Atlanta. Um this <laughs> is is the only place that I've really I've lived though. I mean yeah, that's me. everywhere. Trust me, it's it's definitely everywhere. Uh Everybody doesn't have the proper training that, you know, um,
1: well, they need to get it though. Yeah. Everybody you open doesn't a have... business and you want to charge people $15 to $18 for a drink. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause you threw a little bit of mix with some alcohol in there. No, nah, you better come with some smiles. You better come with some suggestions. What is what is the special for today? You know, what do you specialize in? Something. You're going to have to kind of, you're going to have to kind of, you know, make make me a believer. Don't just ex- expect because you open a business and you a black business that I'm supposed to be a patron because we black. No, mm-hmm. that's, that's crazy. That's a lot of people. That's, a, that's, of people that's people a trigger point here. Like, it's like the yep. people here. Then you got the barbers that's, they charging a hundred dollars for a haircut and you're not even lining people's hair, out right? You pushing hair back, hair lines mm-hmm. back. That's just like the women. That's like, oh, I can do hair, but you don't have a growing hand. You have a taken hand, and your hair is breaking off when well, you're getting it done by this person. And then they got the audacity to get mad at you because they like this is what you asked for. This is not what I asked for, ma'am, or sir. Because I wouldn't be upset. Yeah.
0: This
1: is that. This you know. But I don't. I might have got off course. Hopefully not. But I'm just <laughs> saying, as a trigger point, the service industry in this city needs to do better no trust me that
0: is definitely universal um i experienced that in outside of atlanta you know that's in savannah um the other states that i visit around the world um everybody just doesn't have the chick-fil-a standard i really feel like everybody should go through a chick-fil-a course Um, i agree one of the best customer service ever and the thing about it is Chick-fil-A does not allow the bad apples to stay. Either you're going to get on board or uh, you're going to get off the ship. Like that's just, it's no in between. Either you're going to say my pleasure, you're going to say have a blessed day. You know, you that's the spiel. It, 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 you know, it, you can't mix it with the Burger King and McDonald's uh, motto because that's not their motto. It's just, you know, and I remember like when I, and seriously, I remember when I went to a Chick-fil-A <laughs> here and it was reopening, I already knew the people that wasn't going to last because they were approaching me as if we were at McDonald's. And I said, oh, no, they ain't going to make it. And, you know, I go to Chick-fil-A faithfully. <laughs> you do. And so I knew I was like, these people are not going to last. And they gave them a chance. And I, I, I love the fact that they will, you know, give a lot of people chances. You can't judge a book by its cover. But if you, you got to get with it or get gone. Cause they don't, they don't need you that bad. And they're going to let you know that True, in the in most respectful way, you know, this is our business model. This is how we're moving. This is how you take orders. And if you can't get with it, you know, this may not be the right fit for you because we have a standard that we are going to uphold and you guys are not going to uh, diminish that in no right. way, no shape, no form. So, you know, um. Maybe y'all need to get with Barbara and see what y'all can do. But, you know, Chick-fil-A is the best. I don't even well, consider fast food, you know. But,
1: like, but what you said, Mimi, it's like you, there's Google, there's Siri, there's ways of coming out, getting out there in, and educating yourself. Absolutely. You just have to want the know-how and the will to do. You can't, like you say, just pray And expect for it to happen, you have to put in the work. Prayer without works is nothing. You know, we have to look at each other and hold each other accountable. You know, like we're hearing this talks about. So many different things uh for what's happening to black people, but let's talk about ourselves and what we're not doing for ourselves mm-hmm. and for one another, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is this is a prime example with the, with the trigger points, it's emotional control. Now I am in my journey of emotional control, it's not something that's gonna happen overnight, but it did take me some time to really identify the areas of discourse that I was having, and once I I identified them. I've taken the steps to do better. And with my trigger points, my trigger points are deeper than me being able to do it on my own at this point. Um, This is something I'm going to work with, with a therapist to really dive into and understand, because I, like you say, it's not good Like you said, Mimi, it's not good to have your your emotions change when people when a certain person comes around or um, just just not being in being able to have control of self because there's different levels of of anger and what can trigger you, you know, and you always want to have a cool, calm and collected way of being, which I've gotten the cool. But I haven't gotten the calm and collected. So what I do when I'm usually triggered by something, I've, I'll, I'll say a few pieces, but I'll have to scale back and then I just kind of separate myself. Either that means getting off the phone or if I'm in, in person with someone, I'll just say now this happens very few and far between. These are not often, but I do like separate myself and I'll revisit revisit it at a later time when emotions aren't running high. And I can kind of piece my way through on how to move forward is the reaction I will, the way I would like to be is to be able to feel that I'm being triggered and be able to separate those emotions to know that it's not a time to speak on right now. This is something that I can come back to later once a, once I'm more reasonable in my thinking. Yeah. Is what I'm working. that's how i mean i feel like that's
0: growth because um in psychology psychologytoday.com, in that article it was talking about different steps and one of the steps is when you are you know when you recognize that you're having like an emotional reaction uh-huh. with your body like you know when you're upset like you'll start having heavy breathing, or maybe your heart starts beating, you know, a little faster than it normally was, or, you know, you have like that gut-fringing feeling, all of those are still emotions, something triggered that, so take a deep breath, you know, take a moment, calm yourself down, because you don't necessarily have to fight fire with fire, because we all know sometimes you you get what you put out. So, again, you have to figure out the role that you play. I don't like talking when I'm upset. Because some things are going to be said, and I'm not an apology type of person. So, me knowing that about myself, I have to, you know, and I'm not perfect. Because sometimes I do talk when I'm upset. I would be like, you know what? Fuck it. Gloves off. Yes. You know? But, um <laughs> But at the same time, you know, I try to diffuse situations before I get to that point, because once I'm to that point, I'm on go and it ain't no stopping me from there. So I don't like to uh, get to that point. So it's OK to say, you know what? Let me just ignore this person for the time being. If I got to put your your text messages on, uh, you know, silent, no notification, block you for a second, whatever it is where I can you know stabilize my mental because my mental is important at this moment you know what i'm saying so i have to think about me first and go from there because i don't want to be in this space i don't want to be in a space where all these things are said now i have to go back and apologize like i don't like to do that so let me not even put myself in this space um in the beginning. I don't like my heart to beat fast and stuff like that. I, you know, I hate debating, but it happens. So when all those things happen, it's just like, I feel so rigid, you know, because this is not something I want to do or something I want to be a part of. So once we identify those things, we can navigate. it. If you say you don't want to do something, guess what? You don't have to do it at the end of the day, you know, so figure out how not to do it, how not to let those people bring you into that space that, you know, you know, you don't want to be in. It takes a lot for me to get upset, but once I'm upset, it's like explosion. And so I'm like, I've been working on that for years because I'm like, I don't want to be that way. I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? And I'd be like, geez, Louise, you know, so OK, you gotta, we definitely have to, uh, you know, it's possible you could work on yourself. You know, you can you can do, like I said, whatever it is that you want to do, whatever you want to be. It can happen. But it's definitely up to you to take that first step.
1: It is. It's definitely up. It's definitely up to you to take those first steps. And I'm taking those steps. They're baby steps, but mm-hmm. I am taking them because when my when I get triggered, the top of my ears get hot. And that's
0: oh, how, wow. I, yeah. You about to
1: slow I mean, the the heartbeat. But
0: yeah. in my, my
1: mind, in, in my mind, when I'm triggered, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'll just say, when I'm triggered, I'm just be like, okay, if you step through this door, yeah, you're gonna be met with, you know. So if that's what you want to do, with. now I'm not saying that to the person, but emotionally, how I'm feeling is like. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit of time today, so I'll just visit it shortly, but it's going to be visited. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to be there. You have to figure out,
0: you know, what even triggers you in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Because some things, again, it dates back to our experiences and our memories. We yeah. can't feel like everybody is like that other person. You know what I'm saying? Like red flags are, are important, of course trigger warnings are important and all that good stuff but in my opinion i feel like i at least try to give people chances you know now Uh once i see who you are okay that's who you are and then i handle it accordingly you know if i need to dismiss you from my life i would but i can't like in a relationship Uh you can't compare you know your your first relationship to your last relationship or your third to your fourth. Like you just can't do that. These are different people. And if you are attracting the same type of person, then you got to take a step back and say, well, what am I doing? You know, you can't always be the other person. What are you doing? What are you putting out there at the end of the day, you know, to, to attract these people and then to attract these emotions, you know, so figure out I, I really feel like once you kind of get a hold on things and figure out things, it makes it easier. Like right. how I was saying before, um, you know, when you're starting a business and things like that, you have to you can't just get upset because the business ain't thriving and now right. you're on business number three. No, figure out the business. If that's the business that you say you want and that's what you want to do, own up to it and research that business and get it done. You know, a lot. Of, I think a lot of people expect things to happen overnight and it's just not going to happen overnight. It definitely takes work, you know, time, dedication, consistency, but it is. you can figure it out and you are worth figuring out figuring out you know you owe it to yourself to know you because don't nobody know you better than you don't nobody know what makes you smile what upsets you you know all of these things better than yourself like you definitely have to know yourself and figure out yourself and that comes with growth because whoever you were at 10 years old definitely shouldn't be the same person
1: you are at you
0: know 15 and 20 so it's about growth and just you know figuring out what you like what you don't like and all of those things, what makes you smile, what makes you sad, you know, and the things that make you sad again, try to put a spin on it and not don't block the memories, of course, but embrace it, embrace it for what it is is. Uh-huh. and then try to, you know, move past it. Like I tell people with grief, I would never tell nobody, oh g- girl, you done been grieving for 10 years. Now you need to, that's too long. Well, that's not how that works, you know? But instead of being sad all the time, think of some things within that moment that could make you happy. I'm a firm believer of, you know, getting out your emotions. Some people cry, some people journal, some people exercise, whatever it is to help you cope in that moment, do that. So I think instead of us telling people, especially in a black community, you all right, suck it up. You know, oh, this has been going on for too long. Nah, help that person how to cope or guide them you know in a in a, a coping mechanism way but just kind of like telling them oh you need to do this and oh it's too long for that like that's that's not a healthy way of being because we all it's good to have emotions one yes you know nobody say not to have emotions but how can we handle these emotions especially if they're like uh self destructive emotions you don't want to have those so It's a balance. You gotta figure, you know, what balance you at the end of the day and good and bad. We all go through good and bad things, but that's how we balance life. That's how you know what makes us stronger and all those things. But I definitely would like to see the black community evolve from not how our parents were raised, Uh you know, because they they were raised in a very harsh time, but in a more, you know, um, and not necessarily sensitive cuz you can't be sensitive to everything you can't take everything personal but you need it has to be a balance you know it is a time for tough love but then it, it is a time for you know um embracing somebody and understanding where they're coming from it is a time to you know when you got to give a hug and when you got to give a shove like that's that's just life balance that's yeah, life is balance good. true and talking to people you know like they're human beings um It's very important. It's just, you know, it's very important. I mean, nobody is Mother Teresa, God, or anything like that. But it really doesn't take that much to be a decent human being. You know, even like when you were saying some things that come to you, you may not want to hear it. Uh And it's true. But it's a way to say, you know what? I can't talk about that right now. You know, or I'd rather not talk about this right now. So, cause you already know it's going to frustrate you. So before I even get myself in this situation, let me go ahead and get myself out of it. That way I protected my feelings. I protected your feelings. Everybody's happy.
1: That's a good point. I could do that. Yeah. It's not that I can't do it. Mm -hmm. It's just that sometimes being this way, it cuts the bullshit out.
0: And that's fine. And you could cut the bullshit
1: out, but you can cut the bullshit out without
0: upsetting yourself.
1: Okay. Okay. I and got, without got coming you.
0: off, you know, in a certain way, I don't think you are, well, I know you, you know what I'm saying? I grew with you. <laughs> so I don't think you're a bad person at all. And I get you, but you know, everybody gets people at different levels and everybody right. understands people um, in their capacity and from, you know, From your perspective, because your perspective is your perspective at the end of the day. So that's, that's, that's law to you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's right. And ain't no way around it. But at the same time, we all know it's different perspectives out there. And I don't have to like your perspective. I don't necessarily have to understand your perspective, but I don't have to
1: disrespect it either. Right. And I don't have to get upset. Right okay that's fair yeah, that's good yeah. advice i appreciate that we just went, we just had a therapy lesson i appreciate <laughs> it <laughs> I, need 000, please. <laughs> <laughs> I got you what's coming
0: <laughs> but yeah like i really want to you know work on calming my mind and you know other people calming their minds like whatever it is that you can do because you know when your mind is racing a thousand miles a minute because I know like um I hate when and I've never got upset like that, but I've had a situation to where um like uh my baby Gracie, I was trying to adopt my cousin um Grayson and I had him since birth. So that was a traumatic experience for me when um he got taken away from me. No fault to mine. But when it happened, it's like, I couldn't get my brain, my brain, it it just, it couldn't focus. I, and I tried, I really tried to focus my brain. Like I cried like a baby. It's just like my brain could not, it's like it was separated and I couldn't bring it back together. I just, I just couldn't, I could not bring my brain back together To to see how me, somebody trying to do good in the right thing and keep the baby in the family Mm -hmm. to where Mm -hmm. now, you know, the person wanted to just remove that because they wasn't getting what they want. Not looking at the best interest for the child, not, oh, well, Mimi's a really good person. This is a good fit. None of those things because in that moment, they were in a selfish moment. You know, uh, I understand it, but I still don't like it, but right. I understood it, you know. And so I was uh, very upset, you know, um, with with that person for a, a very long time. And I wanted to stay upset. I did because I'm like, you know, you I've always wanted uh, another child. And I'm like, I I finally had that other kid and I didn't even have to be pregnant for it. So I was like, this is right on time. I ain't had to give right. no baby weight or nothing. You know, like boom, the baby's here. Thank you. <laughs> so I was happy for that. You know, I'm like, right. oh, I finally got my second kid. Uh, me and Sir Nathan love Gracie so much. I actually named him Grayson. So um, because he he was like a saving grace to me, you know. So I was just like, um, when that happened, I just my mind couldn't, it couldn't process it at all and that was a a very that was that was a very it was traumatic you know it was a feeling that i can't describe it wasn't like a a heartbreak or anything like that it wasn't like somebody dying it was it was just another type of emotion you know that i i never want to ever go through again but at some point i i had to heal from that and it it took a while like mm-hmm. uh it took a while for me to give away uh his items because giving away his items it was like giving away him again you know like I just but I had no use for them you know Mm -hmm. I had no use for a crib and a playpen and a walker and all those things so it was it was a bittersweet because seeing them made me sad but giving them away was even harder but you know it was other people that was having babies and stuff so that kind of made me feel good to give to somebody in that capacity. And I think it took me about, it took me about maybe three years to give his stuff away. It took a very, it took a very long time. So, you know, Grayson, wherever you are, I pray, you know, that all is well and you're being treated well and know I will love you forever and ever. But, um, yeah, that was, you know, that was a really trying time. So I could have I could have chose to continue to be mad at that person, but then I'm like, well, what would that do for me? You right. know, what would it do for for my spirit? So you have to forgive. Like I tell people, forgiveness is for you. But you know, I'm never gonna forget now. My mind don't work like that. I can't I can't forgive and forget, but I can forgive, you know, mm-hmm. and um hopefully that person grows from you know that experience as well. But like, you know, stuff happens in life and talking about Grayson and stuff like that, like that, that was a bad time for me. You know, that was a, a, a trigger in things of that nature. You know, I didn't want to talk about him because talking about him, you know, would would make me cry. I didn't want people to post pictures of him on social media because uh, well, old pictures, you know, because that would make me cry. I'm just like, cause he's, he's not here with me. And I, I, I have no contact. I don't know what's going on, you know? So we all go through things in life. So I, that's why I tell people, if you really want to get to know somebody and love them wholeheartedly, then you have to understand where, where they came from. We're all raised differently, you know? Um, so once you figure out that, then you'll understand, okay, well, this is this is why this person does things that way. Or, right. you know, this is a trigger, you know, for that person and things of that. But um, as long as they're not, you know, self-destructing, it just helps you kind of just get a a better understanding and clarity. Cause I couldn't walk around with everybody who had a new baby and be like, you know, oh, not happy for them. Like, no, I can't project my my feelings on them because that's a joyous occasion for them. Yes. You know, right. at the end of the day, you know, just because my kid is gone doesn't mean I need to be old, a midi, you know, meanie bitty about it. Right. So, but it's a process, you know, it's a process and people really have to understand that, you know, you definitely have to give yourself time and grace. People have to give you time and grace as well. But, you know, like you always say, you got to be kind to yourself. You can't, you can't rush something. You just you just can't. You know it this is not change. like a a homework assignment and they say, "Well, it's due on Tuesday." You right. know, life is not like that all the time. Now, not saying especially to Nathan, if something's due on Tuesday, you better get it in on Monday. Right, exactly, on Friday. <laughs> so, you know, but stuff happens and you know life happens, but it's just You know, it's all uh, what they say. It's not about like the situation is how you come out of this. So I'm a firm believer uh, in that, you know, you have to uh, you have to choose how you want to feel and what you want to do from that point. Basically. Yes,
1: that's happy, feel happy and figure out how to get that happiness. And just identify when you're feeling these um, triggering behaviors, so or these triggering not behaviors, triggering emotions, um, mm-hmm. so you can self-identify a way of having a better response. Yeah. So you're Definitely. not. Um, you're not so well. Just in my perspective, so I won't be so quick to be dismissive and and over it in a sense.
0: Yeah, you know, actively like shift your emotion state at the end of the day. You know, um, and actively doesn't mean quickly. You know, it's just right. identifying what's going on, and now I'm going to I'm going to fix that. You know, right. so some good things to do is just relaxing and breathing. You know, clear your headspace. Definitely yeah. detach from whatever it is that's bothering you. And really clear your mind. Um, It's almost like yoga, you know, where you... I was just about to say that. Yeah, like when you you just drop all the cares in the world at the end of the day. Right. Drop them, do that meditation we was talking about, whether it's for, you know, five seconds or a minute, however long you need. and, And really focus. You know, because yes. we have to be good to our body, minds, and souls. Definitely focus on the needs of you, you know. And if you have like a keyword, like people have safe words and uh-huh. stuff like that, a keyword that makes you feel happy, you know, whether that's your your kids' names or, you know, a favorite place you'll want to visit or food, it don't matter. Whatever that keyword, you know, if it's Oompa Loompa whatever it is that can be. Really... Right. <laughs> I love uh, Charlie and chocolate pancakes. <laughs> Oompa Loompas are so cute. But I'm like, you know, how can you be mad when you think about an Oompa Loompa? So right. whatever <laughs> it is, you know, that can really just calm your spirit in that moment, like, do it. You know, that's a good thing, too. I think I'm going to uh, try to find me a Uh, a word like that too and it won't be oompa loompa y'all y'all ain't gonna try to tell me y'all know my word (laughs) (laughs) but um you know yeah just like think of happy thoughts at the end of the day you know I wanted to say think about your childhood but I had to remember everybody didn't have a happy childhood but at some point in your life whatever happy moment you had just think about that time you know because we deserve it you deserve it we deserve it everybody deserves you know um happiness at the end of the day okay that is true
1: yes happiness is
0: free smiling
1: is free yes smiling happiness and choosing not to let your emotions control you is free as well it's definitely it just know, takes self work to get there which myself and I'm sure many listeners are on the journey of um the ceasefire
0: oh yeah yeah yes yes yes, yes. yeah, yeah. Are, usually, we about, about like,
1: uh, are we talking about police brutality or are we talking about something else no, I'm just talking about our temperaments oh like, our temperament okay. yeah like that that kind of that kind of analogy sorry it was a bit broad Yes. Like that type of analogy. Like I can be a quick shooter in like a a triggering response Mm -hmm. and I'm sure there's people out there that are like that. Um, So just to cease fire, not be so ready to jump the gun and be on the horn to say something, you know, it's best to just, I'm not going to say necessarily walk away, but just choose your moments on when, to respond and when certain things need and warrant certain emotions and when other things just can roll off your back like water almost in a sense on how you engage in, 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 uh, spend the time that you choose to, to spend, um, speaking to people and not really, um, allowing their decision-making and their way of being to infiltrate your way of being to cause triggering emotions. Got it.
0: Absolutely. You definitely have to choose your battles. And another trigger point for me is that I respect all people, you know, at the end of the day, no matter your creed, uh, your sexuality, any of that, you know, none of that really plays a factor of whether I like you or not. Um, but it has come to my attention that the LBGQ community, I hope I'm saying that right, um, you know, wants to take away Aretha's Frank, starting with Aretha's Franklin song, uh Natural Woman, and, you know, said that it's no such thing as a natural woman. So if there's any truth to that, I just want, Um, whoever is the deciding factor of that, to just take a moment and realize what you're doing at the end of the day um, and how dismissive and disrespectful that is to natural women. You know, um, I would like to believe that this community was built because of how people were treating them. You know, people wasn't treating them like humans. They wasn't respecting them and all of those things. So in return, when you do, when you've been disrespected and then you turn around and disrespect, that's fighting fire with fire. You know, that's, that's no good. You're causing the uproar. So understand that nobody is ever going to agree with you 100%. But that doesn't make that person wrong. That doesn't make that person not like you, against you, or any of those things. But, you know, facts are facts. We have two genders in the world. We have men. We have women. Right. Nobody should disrespect anybody. And, and that's the law
1: of nature, everyone. Yeah.
0: So we have to draw the line at some point. All humans do have rights. But we can't start erasing things of that nature it's no I I would say
1: bullying I feel like the the mob they are the mafia in a sense like they Mm -hmm. can say whatever they want to about whomever they want to but as soon as someone tries to give an opinion a critique or even have an open dialogue for fair exchange mm-hmm. of intellectual conversation on one's point of view on how this point of view infiltrates me, just on how you feel like this infiltrates you on your gender identification. Please allow people, because we're all ups, to have an adult conversation amongst communities and find some balance and understanding instead of being the rude kid you know coming in snatching money and lunches and it's my way or no way because Absolutely. that way is going to create a lot of pushback that people versus, are not going to be happy with
0: right versus coming together and you know working together and understanding right. everybody you know at the end of the day um women are a beautiful thing you know yeah. we we give life you know we are the backbones of everything you know, um, it's it's so much that can be done that can't be done without a woman. Like you, yeah, a woman. and a
1: lot of y- y'all came through a woman. Uh, everybody came
0: through a woman. Everybody in, came,
1: in, through, <laughs> through who came through. a woman, the darkness into yeah, exactly. the light. So don't. I mean, Aretha oh, Franklin. I she, that is I, I. That is an like, iconic song. You Absolutely. know, when no one's her. No one's over here speaking poorly about anyone in 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 of the music the music attributes that um, gays or homosexuals, queers, well, however you want to encompass it. No one takes away from the attributes that you have given and that you bestow. You know, but I don't think that is fair for you to be so aggressive against women when we are already enough under attack, especially black women, especially black women. I mean, you have at a point there has to be enough. Right. It's not fair to come out and be able to do and say whatever you want to, but yet you can't take any type of critique on how this is affecting others. Yes, it's great that you are able to stand in the skin that you feel that you deserve to be in. Absolutely. But no way should you be so disrespectful to forget that a woman creates life. A woman brings life into into this space, into this place. Two men together don't create life. You can adopt life. You can Mm -hmm. surrogate a life, but you're not bringing that through what a woman does. Even if you want to go as far as getting a transplant, it is still not the same Mm -hmm. as what a woman bestows and gives. And I just feel like that community as a whole, they... Are beginning to walk a fine line on yes, yes, we are a a community that is growing and flourishing, but what you, the mark that you're beginning to make amongst the masses, um, is not going to be as welcoming in a sense if you continue to bully people and suppress people's way of speaking and being able to express themselves the way that y'all were treated. So now that's how you're going to do other people. That's going to be the get back to make them feel as you felt. Right. And I know, you
0: know, right. And I know it's not everybody as a whole, you know, but who's ever in the forefront of making the decisions, just, you know, think about things like that. You have to always put yourselves in somebody else's shoes. And, you know, that is just blatantly disrespectful to women. You know, I don't care if you black, white, uh, Haitian, you know, Native American, it doesn't matter. Like if you're a woman, period, you know, no matter your race, uh, it's just definitely disrespectful to women. So, and women are continuously to be, you know, disrespected. Like we, we can't go back to being secondhand citizens. Like that's just, that's not going to happen. That's not progress um, whatsoever. So, you know, we just want People to be mindful of that. You definitely have to be mindful of the things you put out here in the world, you know, the things you say and the things you do and your intentions behind it at the end of the day. You know, like I always tell people, be kind. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. You know, um, I hope that I am kind to everybody I come across, you know, um, because at the end of the day, like that's what we need. You know, we need more. We need more love. We need more people that's being conscious. We need more people that are willing to uh, be a part of this human race. You know, um, at the end of the day, the world is not perfect whatsoever, but we can make our space perfect if we are more mindful of others. Um, Sorry. If we're more mindful, you know, just of others and respecting their space and their identities and who they are at the end of the day, no matter what. And so that's the message that we want to get across in a respectable
1: way. Correct. I agree, Mimi. That was well put.
0: Well, we hope you guys have enjoyed uh, our conversation with trigger points and, you know, trigger warnings and identifying those things. and. Remembering that you are in control of your emotion, not anybody else. Stop letting people control your emotions and you know, stop playing victim to, well, it was because so-and-so said or so-and-so did, like at this point, we're all grown, you know. So, mm-hmm. and for those that are not grown yet, these are these are uh <laughs> mature steps to take to being grown. You know, welcome to adulthood. It's gonna happen, you know, whether you like it or not, but know that. You are in control of you and you determine who you want to be and what you put out um, into this world. So as always, remember to listen to us every Wednesday at 5 p.m. on Anchor or Spotify.
1: Yes, and please look us up on Instagram at her, H-E-R-R-R-L-L-C for teasers for next episodes and fulfilling content. Until next time, sending love, light, and blessings. Yes,
0: and please remember to be kind, be decent human beings. We all have to share this earth together. So, you know, give a smile or two here and there. And until
1: next time, ciao. Toodles.